All right. I'm here today with Cody King. That's oh, me. I, I call him King Cody <laughs> <laughs> on my phone. That's it's programmed. <laughs> so when it when it, it says King Cody is calling, and Mr. Ruben, and your last name again? Lossman. Lossman. And little 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 on the Dutch side. <laughs> <laughs> we're down here, waste South Texas is what you call this. As far south as you can go. Where cat hunting is a long tradition. And how long have you been running cats? Well, I moved down here in uh, 64, and I was cat hunting before that. But anyway, I really got into it down here. uh, Where were you prior to that? Where did you live before you moved down here? (laughs) Well, I was actually living at that time in Victoria. Oh, okay. And how did you end up in Texas? It your folks, where were they from? Well, my folks were from Quero, which I was for a long time. And then I moved over there, and, and I wanted to work for Southland for a long time. And it just happened. You know, just happened. I decided I wanted to get in the business for myself, so I did. Well, and, uh, what What did you do? What yeah. What kind of work did you do? What kind well, of Southland Corporation has has a uh, uh, they're they're actually a milk company, uh, ice cream company, the Seven Elevens, and all that stuff. They got a lot of stuff. Southland, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Seven Elevens. I remember years ago I did some work for them. Yeah. Years ago. How did you? How did the hounds come about? Well, I don't know. I I always like to go and hunt squirrels with with uh, well, there are dogs that you use on cattle, and uh, we shoot a few squirrels. I liked it, and then I come out. I would stay with my grandmother every every summer, and her brother uh, broke his arm. And so I went over there every afternoon, and, and I helped him uh, do all the chores, 100% of it. And he had a little old, he called it little old Jeff Bell. She's a little, uh, well, she's a walker dog, but she's, a, you know, like a kuno. And uh, anyway, he gave me a pup. And so I just took one and puffed it off. May Kudog out of him. May Squirrel Dog out of him, too. And what was crazy was on that squirrel. When I moved to Houston, I shouldn't even took a dog. But, you know, there was a lot of game, and, and it was just catching coons. That dog was pretty coons at night, squirrel in the daytime. But at night, I noticed a lot of times there would be one eye. Real red looking, and uh, but I never could see another one, and and there wouldn't be no coon there. So so I had a, a twenty two pistol, and I'm and I shot shot it. It fell out, and it was a flying squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's what the dog was training. He because he the squirrels, so, you know. Yeah. Well, I had to break him off that. Oh, you didn't. You, and then uh, later on, I broke them, broke them, all of them off cats. I mean, everything but a cat. 
Everything but a cat. Yeah. Could, could you move this deal right up? Let me move this a little low. This wire's pulling it. Let me. Pull. Oh, okay. There, there you, go. you go. That's better. Ruben, did your did your dad hunt with hounds? My dog? Your, no, but did your dad hunt? Oh no, he just hunted with me. Really? Uh, and then uh, then that 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 yodeler dog, I called him yodeler. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, whenever I started hunting, well, he got into it, and we got the daddy to that elder dog. And, boy, he was a good coon dog. We wasn't much of a cat, uh, you know, a squirrel dog, though. What, how, what kind of dog was he? What? He was a tree and walker dog. Tree and walker. Yeah, but he was a regular tree and not a running walker. How, how, did you, how did you get into the cat hunting? How did that come about? Well, uh, I had a friend up there that I hunted with uh, and he he uh, he sold me a little old tree and a uh, running walker dog that's when the running walker dog first started coming out and I'd take her hunting and then sometimes she'd every now and then she'd threw her cat on her own so I just uh, I just started working her and hunting in the daytime catching cats but uh I got her down here, and I got her broke off with coons. And she was your first cat dog, real yeah. broke cat dog. Yeah, but but you know she was one of the early, early running Walker dogs that they were trying to run coons with. Oh, and uh, Ki- to run coyotes with, right? Running walkers. Yeah, well they could. Yeah. 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 See, that's what Boo and them, them dogs that Boo got. They used to be cow dogs. Yeah. The right. shadow dog. Yeah. But, you know, the, the shadow dog, he did, He just didn't want to run a bobcat. He just would not run. And finally they got him on one. And then he started <clears throat> running them. But uh, he'd run a heck out of a, you know, a bobcat or a mountain lion, especially a mountain lion. And. The shadow dog. Who is that? What was his? Well, I, that was a name he, he was given when he was young. When he was a uh, wolf dog, you know, they tried to make cow dogs out of him. Yeah. I, I guess maybe they didn't like him or something. I don't know. But he ended up with the two of them. And, uh, and Boo Camp Sec. <clears throat> Hunter that did that study on lions years ago. I guess it was in the 90s. And uh, he had, you know, I don't know how many lions he caught, but they, they collared them and, and did a big study on them. And, and uh, that shadow dog was. This was the main dog. Yeah. It was, that's, all, that's all they needed was him during the daytime. He, he but he just run them up a tree. So, but you got to have enough there to keep them up a tree. But he was the first one there. Yeah. And he was just an exceptional dog. That's why everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, every puppy got throwed, throwed that gene in it. And also the ones that I have throw the gene in it. You know, they, they just go back. They want to be a lion dog. They just have a cat-bred dog. Just, yeah, yeah. Just. Yeah, they wouldn't run nothing but a cat. And they, uh, they were a coon. Uh, not a coon, but a, 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 a house cat with their puppies. Yeah. If you let them, 
they may run them until they get a little older. But uh, the best thing to do is just let them run cats and be done with it. Don't worry about the coon. It's so I you mean, the cat. Never, yeah, never have much trouble breaking them off of, of off-game deer, coyotes? No. Not that line of dogs. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've had some that are hard to break, but he's I, got an old dog named Chief that yeah. I don't know that you ever shocked Chief. Oh, uh, no. Uh, Chief, is, I don't think he's ever run a uh, coyote. He's like I can't remember you he, ever. He was a young dog when I got him. Hadn't been run. I put him out, and of course my dogs are all cat dogs, so they started catching cats. Well, he just got right in with them, and he he just you know he just he just got a dog. He self made. Self made. I mean, have you had a bunch of other lines of dogs that you've tried that just wouldn't work out? Well, I've had, the, yeah, there's not a lot of them that does. Yeah. And I've had some dogs that you just could not break, could not break. Only thing you can break them with is about 22, right between the eyes. <laughs> that'll, that'll break them. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Uh, I, I, probably, I probably should have said that, <laughs> but that's the truth. It's just the honest uh, You can ask him. He'll verify. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Cody. He's pretty damn good cat dog himself because he learned real easy. <laughs> he was easy to break? He was easy to break. I mean, he he learned it. And these other guys, they, which is forever, they still don't know nothing. <laughs> well, sure. I'm not going to say nothing. Well, see, I, I, gave, that I, gave Cody, I gave Cody that bloodline. Yeah. yeah. Ruben got me started in 2006. I guess and that's when you 14, 14, 15 years ago. They got one tree <laughs> right in the back of that truck. And uh, when I started, Ruben gave me a about a 15-month-old dog and a three-month-old pup. And then I would just come hunting with Ruben. We hunted two or three days a week for yeah. years. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Caught a lot of cats. And you learned a lot, didn't you? I learned a lot. I learned everything I know pretty yeah. much. I, you know, before we go any further... I want you to tell the story about losing your dogs when you, as soon as these dogs quit barking. <laughs> they got to shut up. <laughs> when, when, they'll give them a minute. They're just, the sun just went down. They have to bark for a little while after the sun goes down. I was hunting down on the river on the Rio Grande just south of a little town called Donna. And I don't know, I guess it was five or six years ago when I quit hunting, Reuben. Yeah. They... Uh, I was hunting, and I had a dog that that uh, that I had got from Charles Stanley, and they all came in except that pup, and I liked the hell out of that pup, and I just laid down in the truck and went to sleep. About four or five o'clock in the morning, I woke up, and I heard that dog barking, and I got out of the truck, and there was a a power line that serviced a pump down on the river, and it uh. I get mad thinking about it. <laughs> and it's a weird deal. There's a big old berm. It's all farmland with little strips of brush. I backed my truck up against that berm and ran my tailgate into it. And make a long story short, that pup ran into that power line that was down going to that pump. And uh, when he did, he grounded it out. And... Uh, let me turn this off. 
when that dog hit that power line, man, it it blew. I, I'll never forget those sparks and the noise. It, boom, boom. And where were you at? I was 10 foot outside my truck. The dog was, this was probably 50, 75 yards from me. And I thought, I was down on the river, you know, at 4 o'clock in the morning. I thought Zetas were shooting at me or something. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> did you hit the ground? I, I did. It scared me. I mean, yeah. it, it, I never forget the noise it made and the flashes. And anyway, everywhere that, that cable would hit the ground, it would burn it in two. Yeah. And it just kept coming and coming. It fell right on the truck and electrocuted every dog in the box. And killed them all dead. Killed them all like that. How many was that? There was, I had uh, six dogs in the truck and one on the ground. Killed seven dogs. Jeez. And I had one pup at home that I didn't take with me. And that was all this line of dogs? Yeah, it was all dogs, you know, Reuben had given me. And, uh, you know, I quit hunting. I, I, yeah, I was kind of I was out of business. And probably what a freak accident i mean just a yeah it was a freak yeah and you're you're, i I mean and how fortunate you were if i wouldn't have got out of that truck it'd have killed me yeah you know it'd have killed me over you right there well you stay in there because you got the you got the tires but you don't if you don't touch any metal you're okay you should be all right but if you touch metal it's it's get you we had a well driller friend of ours that he uh he backed his rig into a high line wire yeah. and and he got out and he was looking at it and he was fine in the truck but when he touched the ground he held onto the handle yeah. and touched the ground grinded it out killed yeah. him right there yeah. killed him right there it's terrible that's a, that it's just such a freak deal such a yeah and what made me mad is uh the line had been down the line had been called in like a week and a half before and uh AEP you know didn't come out and fix it and uh, it was a weird deal. They, you know, they, it was a big, I mean, it, it, that, when that dog grounded that power line out, it caught it on fire, burned a bunch of that country up. And what did it do to your truck? Toasted uh, I mean, it? Yeah, I mean, it didn't burn it, you know, but it, it had some blown fuses and stuff. <laughs> it didn't start for a while. I had to get a mechanic to come look at it. But they, uh, you know, AEP came down there and they talked to me and they were going to have somebody help pay for my dogs. And uh, and they, they said, what what'd you pay for them? And I said, well, I didn't pay nothing for them. I raised them. And they said, well, we only reimbursed the actual cost. That was what it. What about your labor <laughs> of making those dogs? Doesn't matter. If I'd, have, if I'd have lied to them and told them I bought them from Reuben for $5,000 or something, they'd have given it to me. But you should have done it. I know. <laughs> you know better now. Yeah. <laughs> I, hopefully I don't have to worry about that no more. Well, let's hope not. Yeah, three days a week for how many years? That, that's yeah. a lot of money. Gas. Yeah. I drive up here. I'd have to leave my house at one thirty, two o'clock in the morning to meet Reuben here. I don't, I don't know how you could do it. I live through it. <laughs> Y'all, I mean, you hunt at night most of the time? We hunted mostly in the mornings, but we hunt yeah. at night, too. Dadgummit, hold on just a minute. Say something, Cody. We hunt at night mostly. Okay. I mean, ahead. we hunt in the mornings mostly, but... It's more enjoyable in the morning when you can watch your dog work and... Yeah. A lot of times it's too hot down here to hunt at nighttime. So... And you've been breeding the same line of dogs out of that shadow dog all these years? Well, not, no. Uh, I, 
I did a lot of them, but I had other dogs that were just as good, but they they weren't the, the live dogs. See, uh, Cody knows some of them, and that that trick that's by itself. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I had two of them that did that. Reuben had a dog named Doc that was ten times better than any dog I've ever seen. That sucker just had a he had a human brain trapped in it. He had a cat. Some old dead cat hunter got reincarnated in that dog's body. I guarantee you. And, and it was and it and, and it was his intelligence that made him a good dog. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He just it didn't matter where you hunt him. He could trick a cat by himself. But the other dog that was just like him. They were worth color alike. And uh, and the reason I picked that color was those line. Those dot line of dogs with that color liked a mountain lion. Why I don't know, but it was I don't know what the color had to do with it. But uh, the dog come from Robbie Herder originally, and uh, as a young dog. Yeah. And and he can tell you you know about it. But the other dog would treat cats the same way. But uh, he died in the pen over here, and he was. Just healthy as he could be. It had to be one of them damn bugs that, that they, killed him. Chagas bug. They have a good, I mean, a good cold nose and really. Oh yeah, out cold yeah, crack. yeah. Very cold nose. Very, very cold. And and how about uh, voice and, and and opening? Were they were they pretty quiet on track, or did they they open often? Or no, they uh, the the ones that like to line was pretty open on track. <laughs> pretty open. That that don't mean every dog there could treat it like them. But you know the, the dog I got out there. I mean, he can trail a cold cat and, and go through the neighbors and just go for miles. And uh, them other dogs just bark every once in a while, and finally they get it to where they can start kicking in. And uh, but he's got the nose. And, and but it, but the main thing is he's got the cat scent. To feel the, the the sense to want to catch a line. Yeah, what you think they can have too cold a nose or? or... I've never seen one I could have too cold a nose, but yeah. you know you can get them where they are. You can just turn them off. Yeah, you know, but uh, I guess you could. It's really different, Brett. Yeah, you know, I I've been out there to West Texas and New Mexico hunting with a couple different hunters and. You know, they got them cold-nosed dogs that trail two, three-day-old tracks or whatever. You hear a story. I, I think the dirt is just different. You know, we don't have rocks like, like y'all mm-hmm. do out there, and I, I don't I don't think the dirt holds scent that no. long like no, out there. No, I agree. You know? uh, yeah. Well, I had, let me tell you a little story. I'll try to shorten it up a little bit. I had a little dog called Pepsi, and uh, she was a... You know, collar dog, uh, you know, white, white around her neck and all. And she, she was, uh, she was very intelligent dog. And anyway, I trained her and I called her and I dropped something by the road and I'd scratch it. And just, just ran her, just fooled around. And she liked that. And then I got to where I could see a track coming and she passed it up because it was too cold. And I call her like that, and she get a nose, and she'll dig down a little bit and go open. And Joe Rufus Lyons was with me one day, and we were up there in his country, 
and it was after rain, and you uh, uh, rain steams and blows the set up. Okay, well, I seen that fresh track. I said, the grease. I thought, damn, she should have marked on that. All Joe's dogs, everybody's what. And so I called Pepsi. I just scratched her all there. She put her nose in there, and she went to scratch it. And a little bit, she went to bark and went out there, and it was a wide open race. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, she learned that. You could, you could teach them a little stuff yeah. like that. Reuben would take dog kibbles when they're puppies yeah. and paw at the ground and drop some of them kibbles and yeah. to teach them to look right here. Teach him to, to look, look right where here. he's pointing. And yeah. Smell there. Yeah. Smell yeah. there. Yeah. You know, for some time the scent is weak. And, and, but if a dog will dig down a little bit to really get a good nose. And this this cat that, that we caught uh, was in Mexico. And he was, let's see, Joe Joe told the the the, the cowboys that they did everything horseback. The cowboys, you find me a fresh line track, and I'll give you five dollars. Not a lot of money to them back then. <laughs> yeah. Well, he go every day. But one time he come up there just slide. Well, we and they found that cat track leaving the camp at at uh, seven in the morning. And this was 9.30 when I turned that Jeff loose, and she was the only one that could smell that cat. 9.30 in the morning or at night? At night. Yeah. You know, they found the track in the morning, but don't oh, tell no. you what time of the night yeah. the cat traveled. Yeah. You don't know. But, I mean, there's just some dogs you got an excellent dog. Yeah. Did you, so you went down to Mexico hunting quite a bit? Well, uh, quite a bit. Joe and I went every year for a few, few Joe, weeks. Who's Joe? Joe Rufus Lyons. Oh, Joe Rufus Lyons. Yeah, Pooji and Dad. I, I, he was a big rancher from. He was from George West, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Al George was pretty cat hunter. Pretty famous cat hunter. Well, I will yeah. tell you what, I don't know of any one man that ever caught more lions than he has. And he went down to Mexico quite a bit, or just every. Well, Joe Joe had his own deal. He wanted to go down to Mexico when it was dry. And hot, and, and he, he'd make all the tanks and everything, and he worked hard. He knew how to huddle. And uh, and when he found that track, well, it pretty well belonged to him. Well, he caught them over here the same way, but, but uh, uh, you know, his son, Phil, Phil Lyons. Oh, the the rodeo. The, yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah, and he's two-time two time world track champion. Well, he had a big place over there. And, and over here, and Joe called many a lot, a many a lot right there. Well, isn't Shorty Gorman married to? Yes, Shorty Phil's Gorman. Daughter. So yeah, Gorman. Yeah, the he's married to Phil's daughter, isn't he? Yeah, Something and he's like got, that. and he he has hounds. He has hounds yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that all makes sense. I don't know him. I've never met I've him. I've talked never to him talked on the to telephone him. Yeah. a couple times. The only time I've seen him is, is at the auction rank. And we talk a lot, but he's everywhere looking for bulls, you know. Yeah. But uh, uh, he's a good guy, real well, nice guy. What was it like going down to Mexico? Did you like going down there, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we we there a couple of weeks. But I'm going to tell you what, Joe will kill you. He just—I don't know what he took or what he did, but he just didn't run out of the juice. 
<laughs> he had hung all night. He'd hung, and then he'd be looking for cats all day long. He didn't need much sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's different. He's a different kind of cat now. I'm gonna tell you what. He gets different set. Why? Why do you think he likes to go down there in the heat in the summer? I wouldn't bother me. I could do it. So they wouldn't mess with bobcat. It'd be too hot. Oh. It'd be too dry to catch a bobcat. So he. Just, just, just like uh, right, right here. You get a real cold front come in and blow and get the humidity down to nothing. That's the time you want to hunt a lot. You don't have bobcats that time. You you pass up the bobcats because of that. Yeah. yeah. See, uh, a, a bobcat's not going to leave a lot of scent without the humidity. Got to have the humidity. Yeah. What kind of what kind of humidity do y'all get, or what do you like? Well, sit down down here. We may have thirty, 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 or or less. A lot of times, and most people just stay home. Yeah. And uh, but you can you can catch a line with that. How I mean, how far do you have to go from right here to to cut a lion track? I mean, have you? Well, it, you know. A line is where you find it. Yeah. I I caught I didn't catch it, but I found a line kill and I ran to our gay buddy back over here in Duval County, and uh, I forget who that was. Was he found it and showed it to me? And it was drug up under a deal and ever everything. I mean, he ate it everything. But he hid it up under there, keep the other birds and stuff will find it. And uh but you know, they show everywhere. And and there's a place over here for the uh what's that one where we used to hunt over there? Not not that rice, but the one cross road that Oh hell it's uh A and M. A and M ranch. Uh, there's a lot of lines black travel that part for whatever reason I don't know but they have a area that they like to travel now they say they'll come ever like ever once a month or something well that's really not right because they may be way over here this time and this time way over here uh, but I've got one place down here where we were wanted to go tonight but we're not going to be able to because of the, the hunters but uh Deer, deer hunters? Yes. Yeah, well, they didn't want to mess them up. They're making so much money on it. And I said, I can hunt the north end. Yeah. But uh, it's got a big old creek to there. I mean, uh, huge. And I travel out all the time. They like them creeks. So. And you all have lots of deer down here, don't you? A lot oh, yeah. Yeah, they don't have no trouble eating. <laughs> pretty good living. Well, and I think that has, I think there's more lions. You know, we're in Alice right now, and you go west to here, <coughs> 30 minutes, you're in Freer, and I'd say that's where lion country kind of starts. Yeah. And then you go west a little further, and it's Laredo. And from Laredo west, you know, they, there's quite a few lions over there. Is there a lot of guys who hunt lions over there? No. 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 Just not, you know, there's not many guys who will actually dry ground lion hunt. I mean, they, yeah. they, 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 they up north, Well, you know. in this area, there's not enough lions to 
to be a lion hunter. You know, you're a bobcat hunter that likes to catch, catch a, a lion. lion every now and yeah. then. Yeah. yeah, there you go, there you go. And uh, you know, you could never. You catch a lot of bobcats in a year. You know, and there's hunters, uh, you know, that that do catch quite a few lions, but they're further west from here. You know, they're in lion country. You get over Del Rio well, area. The, and the, the difference in Joe Lyon and us, whether it was raining or wind blowing, just blew it another or what, he hunted every day. He just hunted. And I asked. Poochie about it one time. I said, well, Poochie, why? Why you do your daddy hunt so dang hard? He says, oh, I think it's mama. <laughs> 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 I'm going to tell you, I thought I was a tough woman, man. <laughs> Woo, she's tough. I think it's mama. <laughs> so, when, after all your dogs got killed, did you just go back to... I'd come hunting with Reuben every once in a while, and, and then when I... You know, decided it was time to start hunting again. Reuben well, got me a couple dogs, and, and it was a slow process. Do you a, have a hard time starting again after yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of hard. Well, on you, yeah. it's it's the amount of numbers. <clears throat> He's starting with the young dog. That's a good dog, but not completely trained. And uh, if you if you're hunting with three dogs, it's a lot harder to catch them than you are if you're hunting with six or eight. See? Yeah. Because a lion can't, I mean, a bobcat can't squat as much. Is it? Yeah. Too much. And how many dogs do you like to hunt at a time? Do you put down? Well, I, I've always liked seven. Okay. But it, it doesn't matter to me. I can, I can rope, I could probably rope, work, you know, eight or nine, ten, but. Uh, I like to have seven, eight, something like that. Keep track of them a little better. Yeah. Well, I just I don't need that many dogs catch a, a bobcat yeah. or a lion either. Yeah. A lion is so easy to catch. Yeah. It's finding him is the hard part. That's yeah. why. That's why they they drag these roads and hunt the roads every day. Mm-hmm. And they don't even. Take a dog out of the crate until they see a track. Yeah, and they'll have special dogs that are better, and they put them on the track. But when they go to opening, then they go they put feed them other in. dogs in. That's like hunting in the snow. Yeah, you just yeah, you know, different kind of hunt. Yeah, yeah. Well, but <clears throat> snow dog is different. And, and, but uh, uh, you know, Rich's son Lane. He's got he's got dogs that hunt the snow just as good as they do in the in the dry country. Really? Yeah. Where's he located at? Winston. Oh, okay. Yeah, there. yeah I know him. Yeah. yeah. All right. No. Other know who he is. Yeah. Okay. He's still that tip I got that I gave him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we trained some other dogs to go with her. Uh, she still goes on good, but she just don't have that speed like she used to have. She still got the nose and the water. Kate? Yeah. She's old now. I mean, too, she's old. <laughs> she's the only dog uh, that, well, what what's the name of from Freer, ever seen a cold trail of Bobcat on the Caliche Road? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And how how is Kirsten Hall? 
How what's, she bred? Is she just? She's a, she she was, was out of that dock dog. Oh, we I was telling dock. you about earlier. No, no, she wasn't out of dock. She was a. She come from Poochie lines, and and somebody tried to run coyotes with her and her and her little mate. And Poochie ended up with them. And uh, so I got that one from from. Uh, uh, I bought that one from Joe. No, I, what is it? They, I tried her for coons, and I bought her from him, and I liked her. And uh, so then the, the litter mate, Joe Rufus, liked that, and uh, his son gave it to him. And that dog, I mean, he made a top notch son because Joe didn't want to send me a dog after that. <laughs> I bought that dog off him. What do you get for him? I said, well, Joe, you ain't going to like it, but I think I'd give $60 or $65 for the dog. <laughs> he said, well, give me that. <laughs> the money didn't mean nothing to that guy. But after that, and this time I went with him, we got two cats, and that dog started both of them. <laughs> <laughs> It was something else. That Joe was something else. I mean, uh, both of them were. So, if you had, if you didn't have any of your dogs left, and you had to go start again, where would you go to find your dog? Well, I'll tell you what. I'd I'd look for what I got, something like what I got. Some more of the. Yeah, I want something that will run a line. I don't want to go a bunch of dogs that'll just catch a bunch of bobcats. And pass up every line. I have had that, and, but that was my own fault. Yeah, yeah, because I was breaking dogs off that line and not not realizing it. When you talk when, when you talk about training your dogs, what do you? I mean, what do you do to train them? How how do you go about that? Well, when when you have broke dogs, and you train trailing good blooded dogs. They they go wrong with them old dogs. So you're training them with older dogs already. Yes. Yeah, that's key. Yeah, I mean, they don't have to be real old, but uh, that little old gyp I see a puppy out of, uh, that, that is a good little gyp. That's Cody. <laughs> she was barking out of the back of a truck one time. We couldn't figure out why. We thought she was going nuts. Cody looked up and said, well, there's a cat way up the road. <laughs> I mean, she was wide open. Yeah, I mean, she never run a cat like that. Uh, Cody was saying earlier that you started rigging bobcats down here or boxing oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. How long ago did you start doing that? Well, I, I learned that on my own through, through the dogs. They they actually started it. But you got to have enough opening in your, your rig to where they can smell in there. If it all smells like dogs, they're not going to smell a cat. Yeah. You know, bobcat, you know. But uh, when you see my crate out there, when you see how tall it is and how much air can get in there, then you can see why they can do it. But they can, they can do my other trucks the same way, but they're better in that one. They and get, a lot of it, too, I think, is just not, you know, my dog barks in the box. I'm yelling at him to shut up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, another thing, too, when I, when I go in the gate, and dogs are all excited. But then I get down there a little bit, and I go, I go to, like that. And that helps teach them to have that nose out listen. Oh, so you're, you're. Yeah, you're, you're, you're teaching them a little yeah, bit. Let them know it's time to start. Yeah. You know, 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I've, you know, I've heard of the guys up in Oregon and everything, box, they call it box, boxing cats. You know, yeah. And driving around and let the dogs pick them. And, and then, you know, that years ago, that was a big controversy. You know, they said, well, they, you know, you can do that up there, but you can't do it down in our country. Oh, uh, they're wrong. Can't. I know. I I learned. I had a, a friend of mine come from uh, from uh, Oregon, and he came down. I took him up to the mountains up above my camp up there in Emory Pass. Uh, you know, my dogs would bark in the box, and most of the time, I was like you, I'd holler at them to shut yeah. up. And my sissy dog stuck her nose. And she, my box was made where they can hang their heads out. She she stuck her head out. <laughs> and he said, uh, he said, is that dog? Pretty broke, and I said, "Yeah." I said, she "Won't hardly bark on anything but a cat." He said, "Well, she just opened up." And I said, "Oh, she barks in the box every now and then. You know, <laughs> that's just what she does, you know, because she will. She'll bark when you drive over a cattle guard. She'll bark, and I, I have no idea why. She's just something in her." And, uh, ask Cody. He'll tell you. When we come out of the Dale Ranch, and uh, y'all all the animals up there. Remember that dog? Yeah. Boy? It's got a. Like a decorative deer, you know, like I got a the gate and then animals, a, a just big different fancy animals entrance. It's just steel, you know, but cut out of deer and stuff. Well, that, that little gift you gave yeah. me, she does it. Yeah, you bark at it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, this dog not for sight, though, not for smell. Yeah. Well, this dog, and I didn't like that. And he said, no. He said she was she was smelling something. He said I seen her. She was smelling something. So. He said, coming out of that canyon, when you go over to Emory Pass, it's just hairpin turns going down through there. And uh, so you, I took a couple turns. I got down to the bottom of that canyon where that where those thermals were coming up out of that canyon. And I turned her loose. And she went well, the canyon a little Whoa, went up there and opened up. Went up there, and I'll be dang, it was where a Tom Lyon had, had scraped <laughs> underneath that tree. Now, we couldn't trail the track. We couldn't trail. They tried and tried and tried. But she could win that scrape. Yeah. And uh, well, I don't understand that, but but that does happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody see it, and I see it, and, and like that one dog I got that's real good at it, and he can smell way further out. And I, I don't know if he got a better nose than what, but when he get out there, he could smell it. He'd be working it, his tail whipping, and trying to trail it, but he could, yo, know, yeah. But he can smell it out of that truck, cause the, you know, the wind has to air up and down, up and down, and if that wind's blowing just right to him, they're gonna smell it better. How about if a cat runs across the road in front of you? Oh, the same thing. They'll do it. And and and, yeah. and you have what do they say? Let that you gotta wait and let the scent lay. Is that no? You, it doesn't matter. It don't matter. I've heard that from some people say that they can't. I, you know, I think that even with hog dogs, you have a higher percentage of having a bad experience if you see something cross the road. You know, you turn the dogs loose, and you know, a lot of times they'll they'll, they'll catch it, but a lot of times they won't. You know, and I don't know why. And it may be I've heard that. You know, you gotta need to wait and let the scent settle. And yeah, it. Uh, I don't think I think that depends on the dog. Itself. Depends on the conditions too. Probably and, the, and the humidity, the yeah, and everything. I mean, if you if you got some some heavier humidity, I would imagine that scent would hang in and and be easier for him to. Me and Reuben went hunting one time, and there was a guy named Bill 
that lived on the ranch we were hunting, and we were <laughs> going to his house, we saw a cat cross the road. So we just drove a couple hundred yards and picked Bill up, came back, and never got a bark. And they didn't smell it. And it was a bunch of real cold-nosed dogs. I think I'm sitting right in front of you. That's good. No. <laughs> all, these, back there. all these people want to see your, your face. And, and, you know, we knew the cat had crossed there, so Reuben got out, clapped them in, and I think finally Doc started the cat, yeah. but it took a long time. Well, but, but there's something about a bobcat, and I don't know why. <clears throat> but uh, but I've seen it personally seen it myself a couple of times. And uh, this, uh, if a cat is being run by dogs and they squat, and, and well, we saw it, uh, and, and that cat come out of us and just stop, they perfectly still and never move. Them dogs was all around that their cat could find. And we put the stick up and threw it at that cat, made it run, and they just run the heck out of it. Explain that, but that's a bobcat. That's not a mountain lion, you know. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I don't know, but, you know, it happened. It happened. It's hard to believe until you see it. But, you know, I've had, uh, I used to run hog dogs. <laughs> And them guys wanted to go hunting with me, so I said, well, I'll go with my dog's war out. I'll just go with y'all's dogs. We went with their dog. We got out in this open country, and you could see a pack of hogs just laying down out there. And we got downwind, and the dog smelled it. My <laughs> dogs would just start them out of the back of a truck or while you're driving or whatever. And I just laughed, and I had more fun out of them guys. But, you know, I was the only guy I knew, and they didn't. I said, what you, what you deal is the hogs had moved. Now, if you go out there and make a move, then they'll run them. And we did, and they, they just run the heck out of them. <laughs> but an animal stand dead still is hard for a dog. If he's not moving, hard for a dog to spend. Hard for him. I guess that's what It I mean. may be on a mountain lion, too. I don't know. I I think so. I think those lions can get in a spot just 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 hunker down. Yeah. maybe what you call squat and uh that's when they those guys will talk about having a good locate dog you know I, yeah. I don't think it's just you know locating in a tree i think it's just even if he's you know in general yeah. I, I know we caught a tom one time and and we trailed to the edge of a of a of a mountain there or a ridge and, and uh the dogs just stopped i mean they just stopped and we were right behind that lion and it wasn't my dogs i was with another guy and and uh, I and it was pretty open country, and I I said, man, we, we ought to be able to at least see that lion, you know, sneaking out of here somewhere. Let's just look. And and uh, the dogs, you know, they just they didn't they looked around a little bit and then they were done. And I I walked down below. There was a a, a bluff ridge, you know, probably about thirty forty feet high. And I got down below, and I walked down through there, and that that lion was in a crack right above me, and he went like that when I. <laughs> Yeah, and I looked, and he was about from here to the top of that trailer right there. Huh. Oh, nice Tom, you know, but those dogs never did. They couldn't yeah. find him, you know. They just couldn't find him in that crack. And I've heard Warner Glenn talk about having, you know, a dog that can locate. That'll... Yeah, I think a lot of times, 
you know, we'll run a cat and lose it, you know. And as a cat hunter, you start talking about how, oh, he went in a hole or you're yeah. coming up for excuses. And I think a lot of times it's that. The dog just didn't find me, you I, know. I used to call him flying lions. I mean, I, I, we trail and trail and pretty soon that lion, lion just wheels his wings out and flies away and they can't trail him in the air. Hitch a ride on a helicopter. Yeah, something. But I know. And bobcats, I mean, we just, I trail bobcats around, but I can't ever catch them down there. I don't know if it's the dogs, that conditions, or oh, a combination that nasty of both. nasty desert conditions. Yeah. If you could find some thickets that where the brush was thick enough where them cats had to rub on something, maybe it well, would I've help got, out. But. Well, you take a you take a line that's got such a strong scent, they can smell it easy. Yeah. But uh, you know, bobcat, if he's not rubbing, then he got more scent on his on his fur than he got on the bottom of his feet, and uh, it, that that's your difference. And when he's going through that brush, he's right. leaving that. Yeah. You're going through that brush, you rub it, and, you know, it, it just works better. And, and uh, you take a real thick thicket, it's hard for a bobcat when you can't see that tree up there to know there's a tree there. So he's got to squat. <laughs> he can't run. Because he, he can't see the tree. It's just solid brush under there. Yeah, we got the hard, bad thicket up here, and that's where you go to run them too. Oh, we like it. That's where they're at. That's where they stay. White brush thicket. Yeah. Well, I caught I caught a couple, but it wasn't it wasn't nothing. Yeah, fancy. you sent me some videos. Of yeah, it wasn't nothing fancy. It's more pop up, so you know we didn't just. Yeah, but you know, you and I had talked on the phone, and you were going there to hunt bobcats. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I. That's I looked at you when you sent me some of the video of where you hunted. I found some country that was similar to that. That had as long as the cattle hadn't been in there grazing, and and you know and you had those mesquite trees growing up, and you had the grass in there about that high. I thought, well, that looks you know like an area where you could probably trail one like you guys do. But we don't have the humidity though. We yeah. don't have that. that. Gr- grass makes a lot of difference. Somebody used to say that a cat dog was a lot better when he had mud between his toes. <laughs> well, that, yeah, they could smell better when the ground's wet, of course. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've, I've hunted, I've hunted uh, bobcats in Freer, the driest drive that you can get. Everybody, every cat hunter that I, Never knew about and already quit hunting. But I had one dog I named Fort. And he was a junk dog, son of a gun. And uh, Clifton Flowers used to hunt with me. And we hunted out on that ranch, and we we just couldn't go out there without catching cat dry or not. Was it because of that scout dog? or I would give him a lot of the deal. Of course, the rest of the dogs are good, too. So when you say a jump dog, he was the cold trailing dog that got the cat jumped and up and moving. No. No, he's a smart dog. Smart dog. He's a skipping dog. Yeah. Yeah, he's not He's not trailing the cat. He'll hit it here and bark and, you know, a jump dog and then go on looking for it. And they may go another 100 yards and bark again. I got that dog off Jim Porter. Jimmy Porter could not break that dog off couch. 
good enough. And, and I figured him out. I'll take him in. He's going to be heavy. And uh, anyhow, <laughs> I figured him out. And what he'd do, when you go to shocker collar on him, he wouldn't bark. But he was still running solid. <laughs> so I just, uh, I got the little, the old cracking unit. You know, I got it out, and, and I, I'd hear every dog but him running a, a coyote. So I would put that down, and there he'd be. So I just shocked him all the way back, and I broke him. He quit the coyotes. <laughs> I'll be dang. Yeah, well, back then we had a lot of trouble with coyotes. You know, yeah, we don't we don't have the well good blooded dogs that we have now, like like these uh, shelter dogs. So you think the dog that you have now are a lot better than what was in the what you had in the past? Well, it was just the. Uh, it was just mainly the type of dogs we got, but this shadow took part of the claim, but he 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 wasn't big like there was a little uh I don't know if you ever knew Steve Reislinger, but Steve had a little gif that's out of a dog and it was a from Mississippi that was the best running dog in the world. And he won more trophies than everything. And uh, he bred that dog on Jip. And man, you talk about it, really made cat dogs in there. They made cat dogs. But uh, little old Jip uh, finally died on him. It's the Raider, Brad. Ray Raider. Red Raider. Ray Raider was the most. Ray Raider. Most popular dogs in the world. Really? And she was out of it. Uh, from Mississippi is yeah. where he came from? Yeah. And these and dogs all, all have got a lot of radar. Running, running walkers. Yeah. How about, have you used any Julys or Krogans no, or any of those I other? I mean, I can't say they won't work, but I did. I just used what worked for me. Yeah. Yeah. If, uh, yeah. If you got a good dog, watch Amy. Why? Why? Yeah. Never worked, huh? What's it? Hmm. One of my best dogs right now is a dog I got from Joe Bob James, Lacey. She's, uh, she's half pot licker. She's half tree and half running walker and half tree and walker, and. She's a pretty good dog, but she's a really good tree dog. I need to get out of this wind. Damn, that's cold to me. Are you getting cold? Yeah. Well, what? Well, you're up against the deal. You want to <laughs> trade spots, you think? Or I'll, I'll trade spots with you if you want to. Or we well, can get yeah, you, I'll trade. We can get you a jacket if you want. Yeah. You want me to go get your jacket? Yeah, I'll take this off. Yeah, yeah. we'll take a little pause right here. Did you, you ever mess with any of the pot liquors? No. Oh, just while it's cooled on. We need your input here. <laughs> it ain't worth it. You know, I'm not saying I'm not saying a pilot is not a good dog. I'm just saying they're not my kind of dog. Yeah. I want a dog that's got a lot of speed. Might you know. fix that mic again. Yeah, let me fix this one last time. Oh, okay. 
There you go. Now, I like doggos, a lot of feet, a lot yeah. of feet. And uh, that's why I kind of stay away from the, what, what everybody terms as a pot licker. Will, will your running dogs, will they tree? Oh, yeah. They tree, okay. Yeah, all my dogs tree. They don't live long if they don't. <laughs> they got a tree. <laughs> That's the big, a lot of people say that the running dogs won't tree here. No, they're wrong. Yeah, yeah. they're wrong. Well, and then, of course, they say, and then they also say, you know, and this is, these are some of the little lion hunters from my country. They'll say that they don't have the nose to. to, to. Well, Danny Brayman, that little little red yip I got, he gave me that yip when he was young. And man, <laughs> Joe, Joe Brayman or Danny? Yeah, Joe. 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 Yeah, yeah Joe. Anyhow, uh, Joe, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but man, the first catch she caught. Man, you ought to heard her being that sucker. You think she had a mountain lion or something or a big horse or something. But uh, she was out there for a good bloody dog, though. And he was a trick dog, too. She was a trick. She's a trick. No. She, she heard you. You talking about Dolly? Yeah. Yeah. And they came from, uh, yeah. Yeah, Raymond. Joe, Joe Brayman. The Melon Ranch or whatever they call them, Melon Ranch Hounds, isn't that what they call them? No. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I just know. That... <laughs> we got the music going on tonight. Yeah. <laughs> if you wanted them to do that, they wouldn't put it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but once that you start it, they'll all do it. Yeah. There's probably a... Ow! 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 That's enough, buddy. Probably a coyote howling somewhere. <laughs> oh, man, those coyotes have been coming into my kennels, and that's why I was a day late. They've been coming into my kennels and barking at the dogs and teasing them. Yeah. And I always let my dogs out, and I piddle around, water things and everything, and then I'll load them up in the truck. That way they can go empty out and everything. Well, old Al decided he was going to run a coyote, and... <laughs> And he ran one for about three hours. <laughs> uh, well, you know, that yodeler dog I told you about, back when I was a kid, I mean, I was a kid. I wouldn't, you know, I'd, I'd just leave there and walk because we lived close to the edge of town. Well, I'd walk all over the country hunting cats. I'm not cats, a coon. But on the way home, I'd get close to that uh uh, graveyard, and when I got to that area, that dog would disappear. Well, he followed me. I called him. He just said, "Why would all of a sudden he disappear?" Well, he disappeared. You did for it. The rest of the night, he was running, running down jackrabbits <laughs> all night, and you had to lay there and listen to that all night long. <laughs> you didn't have shock collars back yeah. then. And the next morning, he'd be laying on the porch. <laughs> Waiting on you. <laughs> he says, "I'm going to run something." <laughs> yeah. he, he just wasn't ready to go home, you know. I yeah, I noticed that. I used to have a dog that when I'd go out, and he was okay going out in the morning. He was okay during the day, but when we'd turn around and start heading back to home, yep. he decided he and I'd look and I'd say, "Well." Where's Solo? And then you could listen up one of those big old canyons. I lived up there in those mountains, and you could hear him. Oh, he'd be up there running whatever it was, you know. I yeah. never knew. Heck, 
there's no telling what it was. But Ruben, it, you hunted up lions out in West Texas with Henry McIntyre, some didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you you went out with Henry some? Yeah, quite a bit. I'll be dang. Yeah. He was he was a he was quite a houndsman, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He tussled those two. <laughs> That's what I heard that he that he could be kind of ornery. Well, uh, he had his own way, and he lost a lot of line because of you know things weren't just right. So he got him a rifle with a scope on it. He got excited in, and he got he could shoot good then. And uh, hit the line, and just whatever he got a good shot at it, he'd kill it. But he says, because they get down in them crevices and stuff, and you can't get them. Oh. So that that was his theory, you know. Uh, he was he was a he was a tough old fart. Yeah. <laughs> if you excuse the language, but he was pretty tough. Yeah, I I met him back in the eighties. Yeah. I stopped by and seen him there. Oh, well, everybody up in that country was scared of him. <laughs> 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 but he, it wasn't nothing wrong with him. But he's a he. But he wasn't honest. Yeah. Well, I probably shouldn't say that. Old. <laughs> well, no, you know him. I mean, that's well. He he would he would catch this line, and he got paid for every line he did. But he got paid over and over and over because he just keep moving that line into different ranches, and showing it to him, you know. <laughs> and, and, you know, I knew it was going on, but, I mean, I was He had some lions in cages when I first seen him. He had he had, had a big old cage there with a piece of plywood and a cinder block on top of it and a big old lion in there. And yeah. I don't know if he was sending them out to zoos or if he was uh, – doing canned hunts or what he was doing well he, he was probably training dogs with him training dogs yeah yeah i know did you ever get to hunt with his newt newt dog yeah was that was that dog as special as everybody said he was nah he's he just was, no dog how about flag and uh uh easy well flag was pretty good dog was he yeah uh the uh I don't know. This dog that he brought, that black dog you're talking about, that newt or whatever you call newt, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he went over there and he covered, covered drizzle. He didn't like to hunt after a rain. And uh, he said, we get over yonder, you know, hear that old dog put in. He said, because old, old lion put a scratch over there. Sure enough, a dog did it. Well, my dogs did, got there, and they didn't even bark. They just left there looking for that line. Mm-hmm. Well, we spent the rest of the day waiting on my damn dog to show <laughs> up. I don't know what they caught or if they ever caught anything or what, but it took forever for me to get that dog back. Oh. Uh, what do you? But they were faster dogs. See, he had me up there because there was a lie there that he couldn't catch. Mm-hmm. It was female. And he wanted me to come up there and catch it. Well, we could, we never started the line. You never could get on her? No. Do you think the running dogs would have made a big difference if you oh, yeah. got on her? Yeah. The speed. The speed. Yeah. The speed. Well, it, it, it's just like a, you know, 
old man in the fat running against a high school kid. Same, same, same thing. thing. Which one do you think is going to win? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's they're, that's what they're bred for. They're running yeah. walkers. I mean, they're bred yeah. for speed. Well, I'll tell you what, the, the dogs, them running walker dogs were amazing dogs because they were bred for speed, bred completely for speed. And uh, that's why Steve's dog was, dog was so good. And she's too good dog. They were all just shadow. Yeah. It was her with it. But uh, you said earlier when we were talking, you said your dogs wouldn't wouldn't hardly run an ocelot. No, and they will. They will not. Have you encountered some of them down here? Well, yeah, we have, but the dogs won't run them. Just they don't know what they are. They just got another a complete set different set. And uh, I, I learned that I learned that through uh, what's that guy they used to own on on a big ranch that I hunt. Which one? Just a minute, let me think. But anyhow, I'm gonna show you a picture of a guy. <laughs> I'm gonna show that to you because you need to see it. <laughs> this, this is a this man. Me and Ruben ran a Jaggerundi a couple times. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, we didn't even know what a Jaggerundi was, but we knew it wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> but when we found that track, and Cody put it on his deal, he found it. Did y'all y'all never caught it? A wicked tree, but we could keep it. You couldn't keep He'd it. jump out of the tree. tree. He'd, He'd get his wind, and the time we get up there where he can hear us, he's gone. The only way you can get them is you got to get way back from them and shoot them. Are they protected, though, around here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Yes. You get in big trouble. Lots of trouble. We, did, not, we not, didn't know what we were messing with. Yeah, they're not no bigger than a house. Like a, they're like yeah. a funny-looking house cat, aren't they? Yeah. they got a real funny head, you know. Not, well, many, not a, many of them around here, though. No. I, and it's just right in here is the difference. You know, because there's a, such a separation where there's not a robot yet. Yeah, they got a different track. Yeah, and, the track know, itself. The first couple times, we, you know, that's how. Ed Evans was the man I was thinking about, but he told me about this. And uh, that that's the only way that, uh, you know, you can run them, but they just. It's a young dog. It's the yeah. old dog. The old yeah. dog won't run them. And Luther Snow, he was a, a good friend of, of uh, well, he raised it. And he was surfed out there for 40 something years in, in, the, in the valley. Where I'm from. Yeah, I was going to show Where are you, you from? The Rio Grande Valley, they call it. The, Back it, here? Yeah, just about an hour south of here, hour and 15 minutes south. Is that here. where you live now? Yeah. yeah. Well, you're right across. You're close to Mexico then, aren't you? Yeah, I'm probably, as the crow flies. Hell, you don't know if he's a full musket or a half. <laughs> <laughs> 35 miles maybe from my house to the river. And you go to Mexico often and hunt, don't I, you? I hunt in Mexico some, yeah. Me and a young Young guy that I hunt with a lot, Tate, and he hunts with Ruben sometimes too. 
Uh, uh, Ruben, do you have them old timey pictures in your truck of the Jack Luther's Jaguar and stuff? I have some on here. Oh, you're to... gonna have. You think here, you can forward those to me? Or? Yeah, I've got copies. Here, here's Luther right here. You always got a damn cigarette in your mouth, but you don't ever light it. Oh, there's a picture of Jaguar. Yeah, not the Luther. Luther Snow. He used to come down here every year and hunt with Ed and I. Where was this Jag caught? In Mexico. Uh, in, uh, Norman Davidson, the individual I told you about in the nursing home, took that picture. We had that was down around Victoria where they caught most of the Jaguar. Victoria, Mexico. Mexico yeah. yeah. Well, I just sent it to me, so I'll include it on the video right here. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he, well, they got, got I got a bunch of, of them. Here, here he is with another guy. Have, have y'all ever run into any Jaguars? I have. I never have, no. Do you think they come up in this country at all or further? Yeah, away? they do. I got a picture of one that they call. They're catching them in, uh, let me think about that. That's advertising. Is that one of your bobcats? That's a bobcat, yeah. That's a South Texas bobcat. <laughs> He's eating some whitetail. I don't well, know. Well, it's amazing that a, 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 a cat as small as a, bob, as a bobcat can pull that big a lion. I mean, a big animal. I mean, it's. it's you think a, they kill quite a bit of deer in this lot. country? Oh, they yeah. kill a lot down here. But the more we hunt it, the more deer they get. Uh, they they don't get you know and, and, and uh, it, it is what they'll Brett I can't you know tell you how many times I've gone to kill that I got a picture of one out at the Hollywood that uh, there was nothing but the nose sticking up of the deer and uh, remember yeah down there at the Hollywood yeah and that deer was completely covered up and it was a bobcat. Was a bobcat. Yeah. I would have swore it was the line. Huh. Yep. But it was. They put a camera on it. When was Luther Snow's heyday? In the fifties? I mean when Oh is before I, I would say yeah, probably or even or a little earlier than Yeah. And where was he he was from Raymondville. He hunted He was sheriff down there for, for forty some odd years. And he was a houndsman. Yes, sir. Cat hunter. Use running dogs, too, running walkers? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was mixed up with this different kind. They were good running dogs. Yeah. I mean, they weren't. So I've, Norman Davidson took this picture, and I've got him. Remember I told you I took some audio video with my cell phone telling yeah. a story about that Jaguar. I'll give you that phone if you want to try to take it out of there. Unless an iPhone? Yeah. Unless we can get in the scene. Did y'all hunt with Norman some? You know, uh, I've known Norman my whole life. He called me Fireball since I was that tall. Uh, But I never, I mean, I've hunted with him, but never my dog with his dogs. Yeah. He'd go hog hunting with us some. And and, uh, Norman. 
I always wanted to get started cat hunting, and I'd ask Norman to help me get a dog and in the valley, and you you'll see it. Here's we go down story. there, but show him that one. That's another one. Like Norman, what Norman hunting in the valley's over with. Yeah, you know, it's grown up. They wasn't know, for him, though. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Norman always told me you'd be stupid to want to start hunting down here. It's over with. Yeah, and but he kept on. He kept on till he finally got his dogs all run over highways chasing. Norman ran coyotes and bobcats. He, you couldn't hunt with him. He wouldn't hunt with you because his dogs run coyotes. And, and you didn't him. want to hunt with him if you were hunting just cats. Yeah, to him that wasn't trash. Compare, yeah. compare this cat to that dog that's in that crate. Wow, gosh darn. <laughs> I've, caught, I've caught three and one ever contest and never got a Sith point. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a big old bobcat. I didn't realize y'all had them that big. That's oh yeah. One. Where's the? I got I got one cat that I caught, and that that cat he got in a in a cow trail that was washed out, and when he was in that trail, he got on his back and he would take take your name and kick his ass, but. <laughs> uh, but the dogs finally got him where they killed him. They killed him. And uh, Bill, Bill Ham, uh, took that cat and put him in the walk-in cooler. He asked, what are you going to do with that cat? I said, well, I'll just leave it out there. It's just a cat. And uh, he said, well, i like to give it to my boss. I said, well, go ahead and do it. So he waited the next morning. But still, you know, they lose weight during the night. He waits at uh, the four, 45, wasn't it? 45 pounds, yeah. Yeah, yeah four, 45 amazing. pounds. Wow. Yeah. That's a big And that's 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 a rarity. That's a freak. He's got a picture of he caught. How many cats are laying in that one picture? Five or six? Oh, yeah. And that one. Well, one was huge. One of them was just a huge cat. Huh? Do you think? I think I've got that picture out there in the truck somewhere. Do you think there's as many cats now as there used to be, or more, or less? People don't realize how many bobcats. Well, it, it depends on the predator control. Yeah. yeah. Trappers and everything? or yeah. yeah. So is the hunting a lot harder now because of all the fences and stuff than it used to be? Well, actually, it's, it's easier with the, with the game fences. Uh, I like the other way because we just we didn't have no limits. But uh, the, I got the high fences help. Well, it's different down here. You know, you go up there in your country, you just pull over the side of the road, turn your dogs loose, start yep. going. Yeah, it's all private land. Yeah, so and, you gotta have permission. You know, you got high fences. It helps you contain your dog. So when y'all are going to cat hunt, you take off about what four o'clock in the morning, something like that. Yeah, four I know you gave me a hard time about not starting early enough. Yeah, in one of your videos, you even made a little. I even mentioned you smart ass <laughs> comment about it over there. I don't. Uh, you just can't see me starting that early because you can't film when it's yeah, dark. You know. That's right. <laughs> I had a guy I was talking. Those other guys, they said, well, they said if you start later in the day. You don't have to worry so much about your dogs trashing on Fox 
<laughs> don't stay. <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> and they say a lot of times, because in our country, I don't know what it does here, but it frosts so hard. You know, we'll get a hard frost, but it might get to 70 degrees that day. Yeah. So if it's frost, sometimes it locks that, that track in yeah. and you can't trail him. So you got to wait until it thaws out a little bit anyway. <laughs> yeah. If he walked on top of it and then it thaws, then it's gone. It's I mean, there's, yeah. there's so many things that well, can see, screw it up. My uncle, uh, we call it skin. But uh, anyway, <clears throat> that's what he wrote was was uh <clears throat> and uh anyhow <clears throat> that was my job. I stayed there till it was time to go and they put out one tree dog in a tree and, and they sent me out there to catch him dog. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> Did, I mean do you are there foxes here? Well not not so many here. There's a few, but not very many. There's more than there used to be. Y'all ever, your dogs ever trash on Fox or? No. Not that I'm aware <laughs> of. <laughs> That's just, that was one of those absolute yeah. no. No. <laughs> no. Uh, when I was a kid, there was no Fox. I mean, you know, I never heard of anybody. And in the last several years, there's been quite a few of them being run over and killed. And yeah. They're real dumb. They come to a call real easy. easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've had one climb up on the bumper of my truck almost. Yeah. yeah. Sitting with me sitting in the cab calling. They almost come on get in there with you. Yeah, that's uh, the guy from Oregon told me. He said, you know, you have a hard time getting your dogs on enough game. He said, because we do have a lot of fox. Yeah. He said you ought to just go out at night and call fox in, let your dogs run those foxes. Yeah. But I've never done it. I just foxes, uh, you know. When I started hunting, that was the big Ruben thing. Ruben knows, not to interrupt you. Sorry, no, that's all right. Ruben knows Ralph Donahoe real well. Oh, you know, yeah. that's where I got my dogs from. Oh, for Ralph? Yes, sir. <laughs> Ralph Donahoe. Yeah, he's quite your eye. He's down in here somewhere yeah, now, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's down there in the valley. Toward the valley. Anything else? Have we covered it all? I'll, I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think the future of hunting is? Hound dog hunting. Well, as as long as you got you got rich people who got a lot of money, you got big ranches, you gotta have good hunting. Then that that's 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 here. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'll say this I have an opportunity to voice a personal grievance that I have with the hunting world, but Go ahead. Yeah. You have a lot of these old timers, not necessarily old timers, but you know a lot of these seasoned hunters that really know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And you'll have a conversation with them, and they'll be complaining. Mm-hmm. There ain't no more young hunters, and kids don't want to hunt anymore, and our sport's gonna die. And then some young kid goes to their house and says, "Man, I want to get started." They say, "Well, I'll sell you that dog for ten thousand dollars." You know, a kid ain't got $10,000 to start hunting. Yeah. And, uh. And the dog ain't no good. <laughs> and the dog's gone. That's right. the only reason he's selling him. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that's one thing that I've seen. It's, it, it seems like a lot of the people have gone more towards trying to make some money off dogs rather than helping each other. And, but at the same time, that's 
a lot of value to them dogs. You know, the number of hours you spend and well, but commodities. You, you can't do that to a kid and expect him to ever make a hunter. Yeah. He'd be broke when he starts. Yeah. There's a lot more game down here, though, than you have. A lot more bobcats. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, I mean Ruben Kit. What's the most bobcats you caught in a year? Do you even know? No, I don't. Uh, the most I've caught in a day of, for several times was five. In one night. In one night. One night. My goodness. That's how you make dogs right there. I want to say that Emmett, when when we first started hunting oh, yeah. at the Dale, he counted. And we got that, that, how big is the Dale? Uh, Dale is, let me think, yeah, 10,000, I think. I think we caught 78 bobcats. Yeah. In one in season. One year. Yeah. That's counted, yeah. Yeah. That's one you pull out and lay it by. You got proof, yeah. That's what that was always kind of a pet peeve of mine when we first when I first started getting into the hounds and everything. You you hear everybody they'll talk about lions. They say, well, this dog's been on a hundred lions or this dog's yeah. been on seventy five lions. And me and a buddy of mine, we kind of made a deal. We said, well, you know, we say, well, we've trail lions, trail lions. But when you say he's been on a lion, we you got to have a, a hide or a picture to prove it. Yeah, I mean, because that's a lot of those guys. They're just well, hmm. one thing that happens here. Down here a lot is the dogs will catch it on the ground. Yeah, how how many do you catch on the ground compared to treeing? I mean, what? Are you talking about bobcat? Yes, sir. Oh, well, it depends on the terrain you're in, how thick it is. Yeah. You know, but some of that stuff, is just, you just can't fall through it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just that bad. You'd be stupid, too, because you get the bed by a snake. Then you get in with the rabbit. Some of the country they'll catch them on the ground, but you don't. You can't get out there. You don't. You just just gets quiet. I'd rather they catch them on the ground. I'll tell you, I don't have to look at them. <laughs> but, but you know, when they when they tree, well, we'll we'll tree them a couple of times. And if it's a female, we let her go. If it's a male, we'll kill it. Jump That's it what they pass to. We'll yeah. keep jumping it until they kill it. How how important it is? Do you think to shoot those cats out to a dog? They tree them. We don't shoot them. We jump them out with a pole, and then until the they don't tree anymore, until the dogs catch them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dog catch them on the ground. Uh, they, don't, they generally don't run over about three times, and they're caught on the ground. Yeah, I would I would say probably half and half treed and caught on the ground. Wouldn't you, Reuben? Yeah, probably. It depends on the And like you said, terrain, it depends on where yeah. you're hunting at. You know, you go west of here to free or some of that stuff Reuben hunts them. There ain't no tree. It's just the thickest brush you can imagine, about four foot tall. You know, there ain't nothing for a cat to climb up. Black brush, you know. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you'll go to one ranch and the cats will all run 30 hey. minutes or more. And you'll go to another ranch and they won't. Hardly run at all. They'll run right up the tree. How, how do you get the permission? To, do, you, do you just know the guys that have the ranches, or how do you? Oh, they want you. Most of them want you. Cause they the want you. They want to get rid of the predator. That's what you call predator control. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Dale Ranch, they was just getting ate up by, until I started hunting by uh, Bobcat. Yeah. And. Uh, you can just see the the loss of the, the herd get bigger as as the longer I was there. I mean, 
thinning out that bobcat yeah. population because the bobcats probably getting the the deer, getting the fawns and everything, yeah. don't they? Well, the, the main thing is fawn. Yeah, bobcats are. Uh, y'all have a lot of cottontail rabbits and and yeah. a lot of. Uh, yeah, I know that's their main meal there in New Mexico. And Generally, if the rabbits are moving, the cats are too. Really. The cats, the cats are real funny. You go to a place where you know there's a bunch <laughs> of cats, and if they ain't moving, they ain't moving. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, you start them. They're laying there. You'll never. They never walk. Dog walk right by them, and never know the dog, a cat's been there. No, you, I, you know, that's I, hard to explain. But. You, you know, I, I remember when I first, I didn't have the dogs I got from Ralph yet. I had a, oh, I had a dog that came from Riley Miller. And uh, I had a dog came out of Arizona, and we had a big snow, and we don't get very many snows. And we had a big snow, and I had a four-wheeler, and I had a plastic dog box, and I strapped it to the back of that four-wheeler. And for two days, I drove that four-wheeler with those dogs all day long, every day. And the only track I ever caught was where I ever trailed or seen was like a few coyote tracks. Nothing moves in that desert when it snows. They just yeah. lay up. They don't. And then you know, after two days, the snow's gone. There ain't nothing left. So, yeah. but I never cut a track, any track. Well, a good thing about the snow, though, the meat's not spoiling. The what now? The meat is not spoiling. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so they don't. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, mountain lion. He he can lay right there close to it. Hey, go over and eat. Go back and lay down. I mean, likely he's not going to be smelled for that reason. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. Uh, last, and I'm no lion hunter. I've, I've count the lions I've caught on one hand, but uh, I, I caught uh, a couple of them this summer. And, and uh, I broke four dogs from running the lines that I had. Yeah, made. <laughs> well, you didn't know any better back then. Yeah, it just didn't seem like a bobcat, so you just yeah. broke them from it. Yeah. But what? Go ahead. But they, uh, you know, you see them cover up a kill, or yeah. and I've seen a couple this year that didn't cover up the kill. Not, yeah. Didn't even make an attempt to cover mm-hmm. up the kill, but came back, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, but that lion call I went on this morning, that that picture, that that lion's killed like six deer now, and the first one he came back, and he had they put a camera on every kill since, and nothing, yeah. and he hasn't come back, and nor a coyote or a bobcat. And literally hadn't taken a picture or anything on it. Nothing's come back yeah. to it. But they claim there ain't no coyotes in there. It's a real small place. It's only like 300 acres. But they got a high fence, and then they got four foot of net wire laid on the ground. So there's no hole. I mean, they... they, they so whatever's they, getting it's climbing over? Yeah. Or going through the wire. Bobcat will go through the wire of a high fence. Just those squares. Well, well a bobcat will and a coyote will also. Because uh, I I tried to kill a coyote, I was hogging, and uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, I got my dog loaded him up because they wouldn't run the the coyote. So I would you know go over and shoot that coyote, would drive over there, 
If he see me, boy, he hold it. I guarantee you, the wires more like he's building the bottom or, or smaller than that. As he went through that sucker, I never lost a hair. <laughs> he did not lose a hair. What? And I've seen the Bobcats do the same thing. I was hunting on that 4M ranch over there, and, and they jumped a deer, and that deer jumped that high fence. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she, you know, she landed on her belly on top yeah. of it. It was a doe, and she just, but then she went over. She made it over. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I was I was hunting. Well, you know, the the, the place that over there across the border you you hunted at, at the, you was with us when, when you seen that uh, female cat roll. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, heck, I lost my chase of thought laughing about Cody there with old, old Clifton. You Clifton. didn't tell him a story. <laughs> we were, we were, I had just started hunting. I was 21 years old or 20. And the Clifton was real jealous of him. He didn't want him hunting with me. They, uh, there's an, uh, an elderly man. He still lives in Freer, still hunts. And, uh, he, uh, we went hunting one morning. I was kind of, I was, hush, hush. I was pretty big smart ass when I was a kid. I saw a cat. <laughs> I think Clifton didn't believe me. And the cat crossed the road. The dogs were trailing. And, and then pretty soon I we went around and caught it. And then I saw another cat. You know, he kind of looked. This kid seeing cats everywhere. <laughs> I said, I did do see a cat. I said, it was a female, too. <laughs> And, you know, I was just being a smart ass, and it was a female. And we caught that dog. Dogs caught it in a female. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. something else. Clifton, Clifton got a kick out of that. <laughs> I bet. Anything else? That's it. That's it. <laughs> pretty, pretty self-explanatory. No more stories. Have you ever? Have you ever? Have you ever been hurt while you're out hunting? Hurt? Yes, sir. Well, maybe my feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never hurt. Had your feelings hurt for losing a cat you should have caught? Never scared? No, I, I'm never scared. I didn't have enough sense to be scared. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have sense to be scared. <laughs> yeah. I, I ain't never I, seen anything I've been scared of yet. Uh, you know... I've seen some pretty good big sized guys there. I kind of weighed out before I would do it. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I, I guess I just don't know any better. <laughs> <laughs>